Welcome to part two of Cosmic Scene, Jill Jardine, with my guest, David Quigley, creator of Alchemical Hypnosis and founder of the Alchemy Institute. Welcome back, David. Uh, It's good to be back with you. So in this episode, we wanted to explain to listeners some of the techniques, specifically everybody's interested in past life regression. Can you explain how the alchemical past life regression is different than maybe some of the other trainings out there or techniques? Amen. Well, first of all, let me point out that the, the, the work of alchemy is not designed the way that other kinds of past life regression are designed. For example, uh, most of the time when you do a past life regression, there's one of two intentions that are taught by the practitioner trainer. And this is common throughout the world of hypnosis. The first of these will be what we call a historical regression. That is, let's go back and just look at it. And let's enjoy seeing this exciting scene. Uh, Helen Wambach has a great book on a historical regression called, I think, Life Before Life, I believe it is. Yes. And uh, it's a beautiful analysis of many different people going back and experiencing historically accurate and archaeologically accurate, fascinating past lives. But that's just a historical review. As fascinating as it is, and it certainly is wonderful, it doesn't have any particularly therapeutic value. The other side is people using past life regression to go back and, quote, free yourself, unquote, of the traumas of past lives by going back and reliving them. With a simple attitude, let's go back to if you're afraid of swimming in the water, let's go back to where you, in a past life, drowned tragically. And then we can say, look, that's what happened then, but that was then, and this is now, and now you can learn how to swim, and now we're not, you know, we're not going down in some hurricane, we're just swimming in the local swimming pool. So with by using the expression, that was then and this is now, some past life regression therapists have been able to help clients to eliminate some of their uh, more annoying phobias yes. and fears. Uh, fears of bridges, fears of water, fears of the police, fears of whatever. So that's the the healing past trauma as it shows up in the current life. That's right. And it's always done just by going back and looking at it. And the work of alchemy is utterly different because in an alchemical technology, the goal is to go back and find, and not only to clear the traumas from your past, but find the powerful resources of your past and merge them, bring them forward to merge them with who you are now. So, for example, I've known for many, many years that I had a martial artist way back in the past in ancient China because some psychic had told me this, and and she was a really good psychic too, so I knew there must be something there. But only when COVID arrived in 2000, whatever, 2020, no, it was before COVID, but when the virus first began in 2017 to burn down our neighborhoods, I said, I've got to get some power here. And so I went back and found him, and his name is Wang Ho, and he is a very powerful martial artist and a weather worker, because in fact, the Taoist masters of ancient China were weather workers. They were not weather men. They were weather workers, and he brought that power with him. Can you explain that, David? Can you explain what you mean by that? Some of my listeners may not know what a weather worker is. Tom, uh, Tom, for instance, doesn't. Well, uh, weather weather men predict the weather. Right. Meteorologists uh, can tell you the patterns, the scientific patterns of weather. Neither one of them could do anything about the weather. But weather workers 
have been known throughout history to be successful in transforming weather patterns when the crisis requires it. And, of course, we all have had that experience. I don't know if you know this. You know, sitting around on a Sunday and, and looking up there in the sky uh, while the little fluffy clouds are going by and saying, gee, I wonder if I can make that cloud disappear. Many of us have done this. I mean, I wonder if I can make that cloud turn into something interesting, an interesting new form. I wonder if I can ch- change the, the way these clouds move across the sky. We've all noticed there's a certain ability and we just haven't had to use it in a firestorm or a tornado yet, but some of us have, yes. and that's called weatherworking. I would love to teach classes in weatherworking, but the problem is we need to have, you need to be very physically strong to do it. Uh, when I was out on the ridge top the other day, summoning the next rainstorm, which we're going to need out here soon, I had to I had to weld a very heavy staff after climbing the top of these cliffs to do it. So it isn't exactly. Uh, well, it, it, it takes a strong body. But let's, let's change the subject now because what we need to talk about now is past life work. Right. And I was bringing that weather worker, that Tai Chi uh, expert, that powerful Chinese dancer back from a past life to join me in the present. Some of you may also notice if you check out my Facebook page, I'm also a concert pianist. I play beautiful music that sounds like, Ren, that sounds like uh, uh, Franz Liszt, that sounds like. Rachmaninoff. I can't read music at all. I'm sorry to say I'm I'm somewhat dyslexic about that. And, and when I tried to learn how to read music back in in uh, my junior high school days, my teacher said, "You have no talent. You can't learn to play the piano." And yet, I had dreams of playing. Dreams of this beautiful woman playing the piano, playing this most gorgeous Franz Liszt Chopin music. And then when I met her, I asked her, I said, by the way, are you the lady that plays the piano? And she said, yes. And I have entertained huge crowds with my piano playing. People wonder. But when I play for people, they say, wow, who is the author of that? Where is the music? How did you memorize that long and complicated piece? And the answer is, I didn't. I just channel it. From a past life self. From my past life abilities. Okay. That's... Even even Miguel and my angel is one of my past lives who developed the abilities of, of spiritual healing, the thing we call alchemy, but stuff she was doing in ancient Crete uh, in the Minoan civilization over 3,000 years ago. I have brought forward enormous abilities. You, of course, seen me at work in my spiritual and mystical and psychic and clairvoyant abilities. I, I don't claim to be an enlightened master, for, for the record, by the way. I, I consider myself to be just a troubled soul like all the rest of us. But still, the abilities that I have brought forward, the psychic powers that I brought forward, all of these come from my past life, from thousands of years that I have lived on this planet. So I'd like to ask all of your listeners. If you have been on this planet, as Helen Mombach proved many years ago, if you have been on this planet for thousands of years, haven't you done a few more things that (laughs) might be useful for you to know and use now? Right? Right. Surely you haven't been just a drunken pig farmer your entire uh, last 3,000 years. (laughs) Sure, there have been a few lifetimes you knew how to learn do something useful. And so, therefore, I ask you and all of your listeners to think about it. Maybe you thought, gee, I wish I could. I've always thought I should be a painter. I always wish I could play that kind of music. I always thought, saw myself with a guitar. 
or maybe a loot. Get the past life ability. Bring it forward to the present, as thousands of my students have done, and my clients. And so that's the technique. And you might discover we call what we call the elixir of immortality. The elixir of immortality is the technique I use that integrates your past lives with your present. So when people ask me how old I am, well, in terms of my physical body, I'm 71. But in terms of my knowledge and my memories, my ability to recognize people I've known thousands of years ago, I am about 3,500 years old. I don't say this to brag because, in fact, I'm, I usually try to be at least marginally humble. But the truth is we all have these powers, and many of my students have far greater abilities than me because, I'll be frank, most of the last 3,000 years I was a drunken big farmer <laughs> or the equivalent. A stupid-ass warrior in Hun's armies. I mean, geez, I can't even tell you how awful it's been. But So I can't say I'm some kind of highly evolved spiritual being. I, I can't think of a single monastery that I was the abbot of. Oh, wait a minute. There was one, but I was a total fuck-up. <laughs> so basically, it's not because I'm some highly evolved enlightened being. I just happen to be 3,000-plus years old so I can remember a few things of what my soul has accomplished. An alchemical. That's the elixir. That's the elixir of. Well, that's what the, I guess. Clarity for the listeners that one of the techniques is to discover and tap into your creative abilities and then bring those back through that elixir exactly. of immortality. But the other, absolutely. However, sometimes you run into traumas that have blocked your creativity. That's How right. many healers out there in your audience? gave up their healing and their psychic abilities because it wasn't convenient in the time of the witch burnings. We were all hung Maybe or guillotined, right? We were, we've all been hung and no, guillotined. You, but the people you had helped, the people you had healed were busy laughing at you while you were burning at the stake. This was their Netflix entertainment was watching you burn. So that would have, I think, discouraged just about anybody from being a healer. Right. But fortunately, we can go back and we can use alchemy, not just to look at what happened, but to rescue the witch from your past with all of her knowledge and ability intact and give her the opportunity to kick some ass on the Inquisition. That's right. And then, because we have to do that, we have to kick their ass if she's going to be free to come forward to the present and join us in the world of alchemy. But once we've done that, well, one of my students, who it turns out she was a really talented student of the work, incredibly good, both at hypnosis and alchemy and massage. But she says, I can't even I can't even give out my business cards. I'm so awkward. I'm so shy. I feel so scared about setting up as a healer. I could pretty much figure what that was about. So we went back in trance and she rescued her past witch. And but in just the way I'm describing <laughs> I should have I should have maybe been a little careful because within weeks her inner witch had set her up with the largest alchemical spiritual healing center in all of Santa Rosa, my city. And she took it over. Wow. But of course, I was totally grateful <laughs> because she could have me as a guest instructor and fill up whole classrooms right here in Santa Rosa for me. Antonio Albano is her name. You can actually look her up. She still does these retreats in her new home in Virginia. 
I guess she figured Santa Rosa, there wasn't enough uh, room in that town for two of us alchemical masters. That's right. But she has been, she's been amazing. And like I say, all she had to do is free the witch. And the witch comes forward with, yes, and I know this herb, and I know this cleansing, and I know this process, and I know this herbology and this aromatherapy. Her, she was also a midwife. So the truth is, who knows, listeners, what powers live within you? Maybe you dismiss them as your imagination. But I assure you, as Albert Einstein once said, what imagination is superior to all other senses. Yeah, that's what Albert Einstein said. Imagination. Thank you, David. So when we come back, I want you to explain to our listeners another key part of the alchemical past life regression which is clearing past life relationship contracts that's a very oh big God, deal oh my god yes indeed yes, yes. I'm excited for that yep good thank you welcome back my guest is David Quigley. We're talking about alchemical past life regression. And David, you were going to share with my listeners the aspect of clearing past life relationship contracts. Quite quite a yes. loaded subject. That's a loaded subject. Before I can even get into that rather sticky subject, I need to talk about karma. Yes. Okay. Now, the truth is that when we as alchemists, once we start exploring the thousands of years in which we live on this planet, we discover that the laws of karma are very real, that you don't get to escape the karmic obligations established by your life in the ancient world, or even for that matter, last week. Karma is, what it means is, that, to put it simply, is that there is a law of karmic cause and effect that as you do unto others, so it will be done unto you. Those who live by the sword, as my friend Jesus says, will die by the sword. And when Jesus said this, he didn't mean anything about, you know, King Herod or the other villains of the Roman world, most of whom died in their beds. What was he talking about? Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Clearly, he wasn't talking about his own time or the, the many self-indulgent nobility who were busy destroying the world. No, no, he, uh, he was referring to future lives in which the karmic consequences will come down. This wasn't very convenient for the Roman church, as you can understand in their pattern of world conquest. Yes. So they had to erase this part of the teachings. Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. So when we look at clearing relationships from past lives, which we call past life relationship contracts, because you meet someone, you know, oh my God, this is something amazing. This is something wonderful. And yes, maybe it's soulmates, but maybe it's a karmic connection. Maybe you're supposed to be learning some lessons, maybe some tough lessons, maybe even experiencing some tough suffering in this karmic relationship. And only with the sophisticated technology of alchemy can we go back and explore what the karmic debt is. What is the karmic misdeeds? What were the seeds your soul planted in your lives over thousands of years that have now come to bear fruit for you? 
This isn't about God screwing you over. This is about you looking now at the fruits of the seeds you have planted in the karmic river. And when that comes in the form of a relationship, it can be especially difficult and painful to sort your way through. That's why I'm a specialist myself in working with relationship contracts from past lives. But I train people in this all over the world. And we have now many practitioners, including you, of course, that are capable of assisting people in sorting out these complexities. But remember, I couldn't do it without my inner guides and without the client's higher self as well. This isn't a job I can figure out. The equations are far beyond any physicist. But when you can talk to the client's higher self and your own, and see the visions, okay, there was this lifetime where you did this, and this lifetime where you could have paid it back, but you didn't, and here's this lifetime where he or she did this to you, and now we've got this. And here's, according to your higher self and the higher self of your relationship companion, these are the steps that need to be taken to clear the karma here. And that may or may not involve the healing and continuation of the relationship. Sometimes, as in the case with my first wife, I just have to walk away. I just had to say, look, I can't, I would like to fix this. And I have fixed it karmically for myself. I've done everything I can do for you to clear the karmic debt I owe my first wife that was a thousand years old. And her response was, well, I don't really want to be married to you. So we could have such a lovely separation. Everything went so beautifully. And my lawyer said, I don't know why you're getting divorced, because you get along so well. He didn't know about all the death threats and all the horrors. Uh, But the fact is, it was perfect. Because once I cleared the karma between us, we could lovingly separate from each other. Sometimes people lovingly come back together. Sometimes they can lovingly say, oh, I see that this was the karma between us, and now I can understand it and move beyond it and come back together with you. I don't know how it's going to evolve because, of course, I am a uh, uh, an incaboop when it comes to karmic, the, the complexities of karma, especially around relationships. But fortunately, your higher self. And the higher self of your of your relationship companion can sort out what debts, if any, need to be paid. And sometimes you find out you've just been wasting time here and there's no debt to be paid. In my case, I had a debt. I paid it and allowed me to be free. Free of her, free of my obsession with her, and free to have other love relationships in my life. That's what's called relationship contracts, past life relationship contracts. And you can learn all about how to clear karma from your karmic bank account. And you can learn how to clear karmic relationships. It's all described in my book, The Alchemy of Healing. And you can learn how to do all this in my alchemical hypnotherapy training, which starts in March. And I would love, if if there's any of you people are half as spiritually alert, Half is tuned in to your spiritual responsibilities as this woman right here, then I would welcome you into my training. Thank you, David. And listeners, please let the Alchemy Institute know that you heard about alchemical hypnotherapy on Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. 
And uh, my, right. it's, it's been my honor and pleasure, David, to have you as a guest on Cosmic Scene today. Powerful, powerful stuff here about the past life regression therapy that I'm sure people had no idea about until you expounded on it. So thank you for sharing. Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to having you in our class again this weekend. We're in the course of an ongoing training right now, and you've been doing amazing work. Jill, every time you raise your hand, you always have such insight. So I know that any of you out there who need this kind of healing will find a very safe harbor in Jill Jardine and what she will be offering in her alchemical healing as well. And she'll have the extra gift of being able to throw in the astrology, which, uh, as you know, I keep hinting at it during my training. But I need to train more astrologers because there is such gift in that wisdom. Thank you, David. And thank you for your time and energy here today on Cosmic Scene. Okay, one more time. www.alchemyinstitute.com Thank you, David. I hope you enjoyed both parts of the series with my guest, David Quigley, founder of Alchemical Hypnotherapy and the Alchemy Institute in Santa Rosa, California. Make sure to download, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. This is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine signing out, sending healing, hypnotic vibrations through the quantum field. Duh.